Oh my goodness. Welcome to the Heart to Heart Real Business Podcast, where we talk about real business, real growth, and what it truly takes to have a business, not only that you love, but also makes a ton of money along the way. This is a place you can come to listen, share, learn, and just be yourself. I'm your host, Michelle Hartsman. Welcome to the show. Hello, podcast fam. Okay, gotta give you a disclaimer before we get into today's episode. I am recording with my dogs right next to me. And I haven't done this in a while, but they were so cozy and so cute. And I was like, we're gonna try it. We're gonna try it. So you've got me, Apollo, and Max today all vibing with you on the podcast. And if you hear me pause, <laughs> I will pick back up. But it's just maybe they had to say something and I didn't want them barking in your ear and we had to take a little intermission and then we picked things back up. But today's episode, we're talking about bravery. And um, this topic was really stemmed on an email newsletter that I sent literally just a couple of days ago. And in that email, I was talking about those that are really successful whatever you deem to be successful, right? Those that are really successful, those that are like ahead or get ahead are people that are brave. They're people that go for it. They're people that own their shit. They're people that do it scared. They're people that do it even when they don't feel like doing it. Those, those, are, those are people that will always be ahead. Like naturally, it's just a quality, right? And it's not something that you can't obtain. Like it's a quality that every single one of us has. It's one of those things where I know that you've heard this, but so often what can happen is our minds and how we feel can dictate how we move. And it's really being brave enough to be so uncomfortable to move anyway, right? To do the things and say the things that maybe feel uncomfortable, that maybe stretch you, that maybe scare you, that maybe feel fearful, that like maybe doing it on the day that you're really tired, whatever it might be, like that's that's bravery. And those things are the things that get us ahead. And it's that saying that everyone says, that I don't know exactly how it goes. I'm not good with sayings and I'm not good with movie lines. So I'm going to butcher this. But it's that, that saying that people say that like, like if it was easy, everybody would do it, right? And it's just, I don't mean it's not easy. I don't mean being brave is not easy. But what I do mean is like there, there are things that are going to be uncomfortable when you're wanting to get to where you want to go. If you're desiring six figures, high multi six figures, seven figures, hell, eight figures. It's going to require being fucking brave. It's going to require different than what you've always done. What got you here will not get you there. That is just fact. That is just fact, fact, fact. And I can't tell you how many times I will encounter um, entrepreneurs that want to keep doing the same things and being the same person that got them to where they currently are, but then they're wanting to like two times, five times, 10 times where they are, but they're like, ah, but like, I'm, I'm like that really, like that's uncomfortable and that's uncomfortable and that's uncomfortable. It's going to be uncomfortable before it feels comfortable, right? And so in order to get to where we want to go, we've got to be brave. And the people that you see succeeding around you, they're brave. They're doing it scared. I recently wrote a post, I didn't put it out yet, but what I was saying in there, you guys know I'm all for simple and chill. Like that is the vibe of my business. Like we literally have a free Facebook community called the Chill Chill Sell Space. Yeah, Chill Sell Space, which by the way, you can join in the show notes. You can get inside of there. And also you can get on the email list if you missed this email on this. 
highly recommend getting on the email list. That link is in the show notes as well. Um, But this topic, when I sent this to the email fam, I got so many DMs from people about this topic. And so I know it like sparked emotion. I know it potentially triggered some people. Um, I even got messages from clients and people were like, do you think this is me? Like, am I like, is there something else like I need to be bringing to life to like get to where I want to go? And that's why I'm like, oh, let's create a podcast episode because you can only say so much through writing, right? There, It just comes across so different when it's like audible. And so in my opinion, there are people who are really, really brave in the online space from a marketing and messaging standpoint. And there are some that are like, they own their shit and they're so good at what they do. And like that translates to behind the scenes in their work. Like it's all encompassing. There's also people who are really brave and really good at messaging and really good at marketing and owning their shit who who claim how good they are. And then you get into their world and it's like, ah, it's kind of subpar, right? I know you feel my heart when I say that, but it just kind of is, you know? Um, and then there's, I've just seen this happen too many times. And I, this is really what I talked about in my email that like sparked these deeper conversations. There's a lot of entrepreneurs that are so good at what they do. So good at what they do, but not necessarily where they want to be in business or not making the money, frankly, that they deserve. And I see this come up in a couple of ways for entrepreneurs um, where they potentially don't increase their rates because they don't want to like outprice current clients. Like I see this happen all the time where people, um, entrepreneurs, want to increase their rates, but they're like, well, if I increase this, then my current clients, if they want to resign, they're not going to be able to, or this client might not be able to afford it or this, or like somebody just told me I'm expensive. So now I got to decrease my rate. There's like quite a bit of people pleasing that comes up there where a lot of the actions that are happening are like a dual decision. And what I mean by that, it's a dual decision. It's not just the entrepreneur's decision. It's a decision on what do I think will make them happy. So that's the thing I'm going to do. And so it doesn't just show up in pricing. It also shows up in um, marketing. It also shows up in like how they portray themselves of not allowing themselves to like be so big or don't be too loud or don't say it this way or potentially don't curse or um, don't be too bright, like whatever it is. It could be anything. Um, And I know for some of you, you're resonating with this where potentially you're holding yourself back from your bigness, from owning your shit, from charging what you want to charge, from saying things how you want to say things, from running offers how you want to run them, running classes how you want to run your classes. Like these things are things that will change the trajectory of your business, that will change literally where you are today, like 12 months from now. I'm recording this, it's November 2023. So we're just about at the end of the year really this conversation and who you be and how you move and I invite you to step into being brave doing things that scare the shit out of you doing things a little bit differently owning your shit and I'm gonna talk about that in a moment because it's a big part of this will drastically change where you are 12 months from now this conversation has the ability to transform where you are in business and I share this from real life experience. This email that I sent on Friday that sparked this topic was literally like a little love letter to myself because literally, I know you guys have heard this story, but I don't remember now. I feel like all the years blend together, especially when, since we had COVID, like I don't even know what years, maybe it was like 2018, 2019, 
maybe 2019, 2020. I don't know. I don't know. But regardless, I had two years back to back where I made the same exact amount of money. It was 250 and like 250 something, like back to back made the same amount of money, which multiple six figures, that's a lot of money. Like I'm not sitting here and being like, oh my gosh, that sucks, etc. No, I'm so grateful for that. Like I'm so, so, so grateful that I have always had such a consistent business and like to be able to have repeatable years, so proud of that. But what I want to share with you, those back-to-back years were my fault. Well, everything in business, like everything's up to us, right? Radical responsibility always. But really, it was my fault. <laughs> and what I, what I want to share with you on that, and I can see it so clearly now because hindsight, right? Though, like those two years, that first year was the first time I had hit multiple six figures. And I was like, oh my gosh, like that was insane to me. That was huge. And I was like, oh. And then so I made a goal that the next year, like, we're going to double this, right? That was my goal. I was like, now that we've done this, like, let's go do this. And throughout the year, I remember constantly being like, why can't I surpass? Like, why isn't my income growing? Like, why can't I get past this? But something I refused to do because I had people telling me I was expensive and I didn't want to outprice current clients, I refused to increase my rates. I did not increase my rates for two years years. I would never advise that to a client ever, especially nowadays, my gosh, in like the market that we live in as far as cost of living and inflation is insane. You have to increase your rates. I love you, but you have to increase your rates. Like it's actually crazy not to. Um, And I'm never going to be the one that says like, increase them to this. I'm never going to choose your prices or anything like that. But highly recommend, especially in my opinion, the, like I think it's so great to head into a new year and increase your rates. Like It just makes sense. It makes sense that people increase their rates as you get into a new year. By no means do you have to, but if you learn anything from my story today, it's go be brave and go charge what you want to charge. So I didn't increase my rates for two years. So that was a huge reason as to why my income didn't increase. It couldn't. It couldn't increase. I also really didn't change anything in like my offer suite, my product suite is still launching a lot, which really had bottlenecked my business a ton. And that's why you guys know, like I have, I don't, I haven't launched in two plus years. I'm, I'm not saying I'll never launch because that's just not going to be true. Um, and who knows where the wind might blow me, right? And where we're headed. But I don't have a business that's dependent on launching to make money, right? And so that was number one. Well, two things in that. One, I was following somebody else's like structure of business and in my mind, I like believe that that was the only way. And I just, I want you to know, even if you're a client of mine listening to this, if you're a follower of mine, like you're just like an avid listener of the podcast, wherever you're listening from one, I love you. Thank you so much for being a part of my community. Number two is I'm not here to create carbon copies of myself. Like I have clients that launch you guys. I have clients that don't launch. I have clients that have offers similar to mine. I have clients that have offers completely different than mine. I have clients that sell similarly. I have clients that sell completely differently. Like that's all on purpose. It's all on purpose. We customize it to the client and it's gotta be, it's gonna feel so good for them because that's what then they can get behind. And that's really, really important in a business. And that's when things actually feel simple and chill. But if you're just forcing strategies into a box because somebody told you that that's the only way, it's not going to fucking work. 
And that's where like this piece of bravery is really important. You've got, you've got to look at the things that you're doing and things potentially have to change. That's not to say that like, like mentors, I believe like mentors are here to push us out of our comfort zones. You know what I mean? Like I would never want a mentor that's just going to yes me to death. And there's times I have conversations with my clients where they're like, oh, like maybe I triggered them or they're like, my gosh, like that really like made me uncomfortable, but I know I needed that conversation because that's the thing that's going to allow me to grow. And like these things are really important. But for me, I digress. <laughs> going back to not, me not increasing my rates and me launching all of the time. In that time, I brought that topic up because I thought that was the only way. I thought that it was, but I had this inner feeling of like, can I try something different? Like, and that was something like, I just wasn't brave enough to try something different. I was like, kind of just following the herd and following the crowd. And that really didn't serve me. And that actually shows zero sense of bravery. Um, And those two things really bottlenecked my business. The third thing, which is really the topic that we're diving into today, was I did not own my shit. And what I mean by that was I was like very vanilla and very kind of passive in my content, in my marketing, in my message. Very nice girl. That's it. Very nice girl. I didn't want to piss people off. I didn't want to disagree with people. I didn't want to share my own opinions. I didn't want to own how good I was at what I did. Like, and if I did, it would be like very soft and very timid and very nice girl because I didn't want to ruffle any feathers. And I like, and those things essentially kept me where I was in business. And I think if I was still doing business like that, I mean, my income would have for sure dipped like massively just because of the way in which social media, the market is and the way in which it's evolving. This conversation that we're having today is more important than I think it even was back then Um, because there's more people there. And I'm not, not that it's saturated. Maybe it's a saturated market, but what I mean by that is it's a saturated market, but it's easy to stand out in the market. And that's really what we're going to dive into today is really looking at how am I showing up? Who am I being? And am I being fucking brave? And where am I playing small? And that's where I really want you to tune in to you, yourself, your business, what you're doing and how you're doing it. And I bet, as I said, I bet you can clock where you're playing small right now. I bet. I bet. Maybe you're saying I'm going to post three times a week or saying I'm going to post four times a week because my goal is to get in front of more people. And honestly, the way social is right now, more posts get you in front of more people. It's just how it goes. It's evolved. It's changed. It's different. But then you're not holding up your end of the bargain. Maybe you're not doing it. And every week you're like, oh, I'll try again next week. Maybe you have been planning to put out a podcast and you're not putting out a podcast. You like haven't done. Maybe you haven't done the things that you keep telling yourself that you're going to do. And so that's the first place, like being brave. Number one is write down what you're committing to your non-negotiables, even though there will be moments, there will be days you don't want to do these things. I want to invite you to do them. I want to invite you to hold the commitments to yourself that you're setting, no matter what they are. Number two, people are really attracted to confidence. It's something, it's something I've said for years, and I'm sure you've heard this on other episodes, is I have said people believe if you believe. If you believe, they believe, right? If you believe, they believe. 
And in the world of marketing, being quiet or hiding or being timid does not get you far. But the thing is, it's so much easier to dim our light than claim our power. I want you to sit with that for a moment. This was something I struggled with for a very long time. Sometimes I still do, and I got to work through that shit. It's easier to dim our light than claim our power. It is easier to play small than go big because there's less risk. (laughs) There's less risk when you play small. There is more reward when you go big, but it's uncomfortable and there's, there's more risk, right? And so what I want to invite you into, and for the sake of this conversation, for the sake of being brave, for the sake of being confident and showing up, is to really own your shit. And I want to give you guys an example of this. You may know who she is. If she isn't, highly recommend going to check her out. Um, Amanda Francis is a really great example of this. Um, and it was just as I was typing out like some notes for this episode, I went on Instagram and I happened to see one of her posts pop up on my feed. And I was like, this is exactly my point. And that's how I'm why I'm referencing her in this episode is because I'm like, that's literally proves my point as to what I was just talking about. She created a reel and literally she started the reel that's like, hi, I'm Amanda Francis and I am the money queen. Like if you only heard that one sentence, your mind naturally would be like, oh, she's a money queen. Here's the thing. The words we say and how we say them determine what people think of us. I've said this before. I don't know if I've said it on this podcast, but I've been talking about this for years is you determine how people see you and also how people buy from you. We hold the power. And that's what's so cool in marketing. And so even Amanda just popping on her reel saying, I am the money queen. There is conviction. There is confidence. And those two things, naturally, if I'm looking for a money course or somebody that's an expert at money, I naturally trust her a little bit more than the next person that's like, hey, I'm, I'm Michelle and I know a thing or two about money. Like, I'm like, oh, I'm going to go to the money queen. I'm going to go to the person that just told me she was the expert. And I know that that sounds like, oh, you know, but here's the thing. It's so subtle, but it works. So let's say you're, you're um, somebody that wants to be known for messaging. Like I'm, I, I am somebody that is known for messaging, right? And what you'll see me say, I literally just put this out the other day. I was promoting my mastermind and I just was putting, I put on a story slide, like I am an expert at messaging. I was talking about something, there was more context to the slide that I can't remember in the moment, but I wrote that on there and that was on purpose because I see myself as an expert, but I also want you to see me as an expert. And as subtle as it is, if you want somebody to see you as an expert or the best at or the queen of, you've got to tell them. You've got to self-proclaim it in order for people to believe it. But so often people don't do this. And this is an act of being brave. Especially if you're if you popped into this episode or you listen or you read my email and you really you felt something when I shared that part around there are entrepreneurs who are so good at what they do, but they're not making the money that they want or desire. This is something I really want to invite you to tap into is this piece of conviction. I'll give you an example. There's somebody whose membership I joined over the summer. And literally, the reason I joined was because she kept saying she is the best at X, Y, and Z. 
And, uh, and over time, your mind starts to associate where like, oh, she, they must be the best. Or like to give you an example, you guys also know I'm known for recurring revenue and I'm known for uh, my half moon method, creating business models that, you know, make sense and make you a lot of money and grow and scale with you and everything selling everything, right? If I was doing like a talking story or a slide story, I could simply add on there and like, yeah, I'm the master literally at everything selling everything and sales coming in all of the time. And I would back that up, not by just saying it, but I would also show you. I'd, I'd also show you sales coming in when I'm not working. I'd also like Friday, to give you an example, I'm recording this on Sunday. I was at Target with my husband and my phone dinged and it said, congrats, you got paid. I had $5,000 payment come in Friday night at Target. I could share that. I could actually still share that. I put that in my stories today and be like, I literally am the queen. I'm like the best at knowing how to make money, whether you're online or not. I am the best at being able to set up businesses that make money, whether you're on online or not. I am. Like, I believe that to my core. I have done this for years. I live and breathe this. I do this in my own business, but I also have helped so many clients create this. So I'm going to own that. And what's going to happen is if you want to do that in your business, I'm going to be the first person you come to. You're going to trust me. You're going to believe me. And the reason why that works is because I'm being brave and I'm telling you. I'm not assuming that you'll just know. And that's where like, I want to invite you to like have so much conviction and trust and bigness and bravery in how you market yourself. Because that's essentially what we're doing. We are marketing ourselves. Yes, we're marketing our work. But this part, being so fucking brave, to be so big, to own it, will make you so much money. And you will attract in way higher level clients. Because you're going to attract in people that also trust themselves and are attracted to that, that trust energy and not people that are second-guessing themselves. So there's two things I want to leave you with from today's episode. I want you to think about how would your future self show up? The version of you that's making all the money you want and desire, whatever number that is. Six figures, multi-six figures, seven figures, eight figures, etc. Dream big here. How would your future self show up? My guess, you're probably listening to me like, she'd own the fuck out of her shit. She wouldn't care. She wouldn't care what people think. And that's another part of this. And we didn't really get into that today with like people pleasing. But yeah, blinders on. I live in the tri-state area. So we live close to New York. And I, my grandparents live in New York. My parents were both raised in New York City. And I've been in and out of the city my whole life. And on your way to New York City, if you've never been there, when, if you drive, there are tunnels to get into the city. And they're underwater. And so literally when you're driving and you're in these tunnels, you, there's nowhere to go. You look right, there's a wall. You look left, there's a wall, right? So you can't look anywhere outside of you, right? Like you can only look at your car and the wall and the wall. And I bring that like analogy up because I want you to think about that when it comes to like people pleasing, when it comes to doing things for the sake of others or not pissing people off is I want you to think about going into a tunnel, straight vision and trusting yourself and doing it anyway, even if it's going to piss people off, 
tunnel fucking vision. I do not I want to I do not want you creating content and showing up in the lens of what are they going to think of me? And if there is anyone you're worrying about, what are they going to think of me? Mute them. Mute them, mute them, mute them, mute them. Mute them. Unfollow them. If you're worried about friends and family judging you, get rid of them. I love my family. My sisters are so supportive. They're so supportive. For a long time I was unsure like it really scared me. <laughs> but they're so supportive. They watch all my stories. And like, I used to be afraid to like share things and be, be so big and be so vocal, but now I don't care. And that's tunnel vision because it's not about them. It's about me and my future and where I'm headed and my clients and, and the, the people I'm here to help. And if I shrink that, I'm shrinking my dreams. I'm shrinking the impact that I can make. And that's what I want you to think about it. It's so much bigger than the fear. It's so much bigger than what they think. And you hold the cards, nobody else so circle backing, circle backing. Oh my gosh. Ba- oh my gosh, I can't speak. Circle backing. I can't, I can't try to <laughs> circling back. Oh my God. Oh my God. I was like, what is that saying? Oh my God, you guys. Circling back to the two things I want you guys to leave this episode with is one, asking yourself, how would your future self show up? I recommend you journal on this, get clear and move from there. Move, don't overthink it, just move, do. Implement from this episode. I'm sure you're gonna leave here and you're gonna be like, woo, all jazzed up to do, go do some big shit, go do it. Number two, this future version of you that already has everything that she wants and desires, how does she portray herself online? How does she move? How does she talk about herself? How does she own how she expresses her offers and the things she's selling and the work and her client results and what she's done for herself and her life and her business? So how would you, how would your future self show up and how would she portray herself? I'm going to leave it there because I could talk about this topic forever. But the last thing I want to say is I want to invite you to be brave. I want to invite you to fucking go for it. Set the huge, juicy, audacious goals And then be the person that does whatever it takes to go get them. And then lastly, as always, as you know, remember, everything gets to sell everything. I'll see you in the next episode.